And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Gossip Welcome back to XOXO, a Gossip Girl recap podcast presented by Hazel and Katniss and Harry and Star. I'm Joe Lipset, and I'm joined as always by Ari Drew. Hi, Ari. Howdy, everyone. As well as Jenny Nolf. Hi, Jenny. Hello, hello. Folks, we're talking about the penultimate episode of what is now confirmed to be the final season of Gossip Girl. So episode 209, I Know What You Did Last Summit. And shall we begin with the girl whose name is on everyone's lips? That bitch, Julian, who just cannot stop fucking people around. <laughs> she really can't help herself this episode. Oh, my God. She she can't take a hint is what she can't do. No, I do feel like this episode was a big payoff, though, for some of the conversations we've been having about her these last few weeks where girl just cannot get a clue and it got to the breaking point where everyone had to sit her down and tell her so it only took uh you know nine episodes this season but jesus Mm -hmm. christ thank god it finally happened (laughs) i wrote this little note that like zoya is literally the only one that talks to julian now and then she says so later on in the episode (laughs) which i thought was pretty great i was like yeah zoya is the only one that she's actually speaking to and but it's because she sees right through her and saw right through her from the very beginning. And I think that's why Zoya can like process it better. Also, it's her sister. Right. Yeah, she definitely has kind of a like a no nonsense approach to Julian. Like, whereas maybe her friends put up with it for a while, like Zoya from the get go has been calling her out and stuff. So I, I appreciate that that kind of came back as a thing in this episode. And I wish there were a little bit more to some of it, but, um, but yeah, I was, I was content with just watching Julian spiral essentially and be a mess and like running around in that terrible wig was everything. <laughs> the synthetic wig. <laughs> it was so funny. She ever looked at a wig in her life. I was really confused. <laughs> it was baffling. <laughs> I was like, what? Isn't she like a fashionista? Like she doesn't know about good wigs. Like, are you mm-hmm. for real? I love when Monet drags her. She's just like synthetic, really. <laughs> oh, I love that. I mean, Monet had the best lines in this episode. Truly iconic. Per usual. She's she and she delivers them. I follow um, Savannah on Instagram now and now I'm like obsessed oh, with too. her IRL. <laughs> like, I just want to be her friend. Her and Emily Allen Lynn being like best friends in real life brings me so much joy. It it seems so. They post pictures with each other all the time. Yeah, they're friends. That's actually how it is with um, Thomas Doherty and um, Aki. Oh, Evan Mock. Oh, actually, no. And um, and what's his name? Sorry, and Obi. No, that's (laughs) Obi. (laughs) We don't dislike the actor. We just don't like the character. Right. (laughs) Exactly. There we go. (laughs) okay so this episode's significant event is some kind of big summit that all of the big wigs have to go to and then all of our teenage characters need to sneak into but really i mean i joke in the opening the word on everyone's lips is actually gossip girl because the plan is to arrange a clandestine in-person meeting between Camille DeHaan and Gossip Girl, so we gotta pull out some technological shenanigans. Some ghost face technology. <laughs> oh my god, right? 
the voice changer. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> and they use a long explainer, but really what they could have just been is like, you know, like what they do in Scream? Yes, mm-hmm. we're doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they drop like 60 pop culture references a day. Why not that one? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's honor the Scream stands a little bit. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, anyway, the uh, the whole, what I, I think what I really liked about the Kate stuff, again, it's just like the, me- I love whenever they're doing all of this like heisty stuff and you get to see oh, yes. everyone sneaking, being sneaky and trying to screw everyone else over. And it's just like, this was very much the classic formula that we've come to know and love whenever we have these events where everyone has their own agendas. Yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, like with every episode, like that's kind of like paired out like this. I, I enjoy it a lot. I like the whole situation of the get out country club, as they called it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, the one thing I did want to mention, though, is that did you guys both think that Audrey's styling was completely off this episode? And is that hmm. purposeful? Uh, huh. Can you elaborate how you feel it was off? Yeah, her hair was never correct. It was a little frizzy all the time and kind of just not really styled at all. And usually she's pretty styled with her hair. And then Mm. on top of it, like she wore mostly T-shirts and kind of like they dressed her more frumpy, which is weird. And not that she looked frumpy, but like her like just like a little bit less put together the entire episode. And I think that's the show hinting that she's about to crack. Hmm. I could see that. I don't. I won't say that I noticed it as much, but I do think that you know, with kind of what's been going on with the thruple and the drama around that, and then her finding her mom, and you know, so I think it could it could very well happen. You know, in the finale. Yeah, I mean, they've definitely gotten several of these characters to the breaking point. I think, like Andrew, when you said you wish that some of the blowback on Julian had been a little bit bigger, I really did want the escalation between her and Audrey to go a little bit more over the top. Not because I wanted the drama, but obviously I did. But also because (laughs) it really felt like, oh, is this going to be the moment where she just finally fucking freaks out on Julian? And instead, she's kind of like, eh. So I don't know if we're still maybe going to get that for this character, but she's certainly gone through the ringer emotionally the last couple of episodes. So it would make sense. I mean, she basically told Julian she wants nothing to do with her. Again, this is like the third episode she said that, but it seemed pretty like final this time. Yeah, I think like this, what this episode did a good job of is kind of uh, echoing the things that we were talking about last time where I was saying like, it's clear that Julian just needs to be liked. She needs people to like be in and mm-hmm. okay. Her, and she cannot handle the idea that, Hey, for some people it's like too little too late, or they're just like, they need you to get the fuck away from them for a while. And I think she just can't handle that. And I loved hearing Audrey actually just say that, like, again, mm-hmm. very clearly like that. She hasn't been won over by Julian's horribly misguided attempts. <laughs> yeah, for me, the kicker was when someone like Aki tells you because they have so few interactions, but he is so laid back that for him to basically say, Julian, what the fuck? Like you've gone way too far this time was pretty telling. I I loved that scene. I thought it was actually Aki reaching his boiling point. Mm-hmm. And in all fairness, He should have because she did this whole scheme where he gets caught 
cheating and it's really shitty honestly and Mm -hmm. not particularly like she never gets a clue which Mm -mm. is exactly what they both say uh speaking of aki i did love his night of the living dead shirt that he had on (laughs) (laughs) i did too but it felt incredibly inappropriate for the event that they were at to the point where i was like aki you're gonna be seeing your father and you know what he's going to be saying To be H though, I have I have no idea what that event was either. I don't really get it, but um, you know, <laughs> I know. I was like, I liked the random summer party in the middle of the Hamptons? Question mark. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was really confused and like, oh, I'm gonna take the helicopter tomorrow. I'm like, where is? I was just confused about everything about it and how they're all there, but they're there, and you know, it's Gossip Girl. We just suspend our disbelief. How many yeah. parties have we just not really understood what's going on and why everyone is at them? <laughs> like, this is like this the is third the one. the second or third one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're like, huh, yeah, what was that for? <laughs> it must be a class thing. Like, we're just not classy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe. All we really need to know about this one is that there were a hundred people in attendance and Gossip Girl had her own past, but she didn't pick it up because Kate is a fucking idiot. And now Camille DeHaan has basically a set list she can work through in order to identify Gossip Girl from. Well, two things on that. One, she could have never picked that up because... Get a rando to pick it up. I mean, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, just get, mm-hmm. like, a someone who is serving the party be like, hey, can you get this badge for me? Yes. Yeah, she was already the doing that anyway. Just Gossip Girl on it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it must have. It just says GG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was already getting them to do her bidding, like, lying about uh, Julian being the mistress, so that way they, they could get her kicked out. Mm-hmm. That was, to me, the funniest moment in this episode. Like, there's a lot of zingers and one-liners, but seeing Kate on the phone talking to Camille, who's on the phone, with Julian in between trying to eavesdrop on the conversation, (laughs) I thought Joshua Safran framed that so funnily that I just really enjoyed that entire sequence. I wanted it to go on longer. That was really funny. I also like how that sequence started where Kate tells monet that she's lactose intolerant and has to leave and then monet is like ew no that's on brand i love it she's so judgy about it ew. <laughs> that, that's on brand that your body would be like that <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, monet I mean, I I immediately thought of the two of you when Monet observed Julian and and Audrey still fighting. And she just said, this feud is such season five energy. (laughs) Oh, I loved that. Yes, (laughs) yes. Girl, let's call it out. Let's have some some self-awareness. Thank you, Gossip Girl. (laughs) It's amazing. So apart from that, we've got Kate and Jordan acting like a proper couple. What do we think of them eating each other's lunch and jordan uh getting called boyfriend uh don't forget he was also called d-level andrew garfield which i think is really generous (laughs) i mean wendy extremely generous (laughs) oh wendy we 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 always uh have wendy for a good singer but uh yeah no it just again like it's it feels like watching a brother and sister together for me Mm mm-hmm it grosses me out a little bit. I don't know why. I feel bad. I like them both, but just together, like, ugh. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's probably why the show's getting canceled. 
<laughs> yes, they, they that saw one that singular like, oh. reason. They're like, never mind. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> this is not going where we thought it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I again, like, I was trying. I, I I loved watching the Kate stuff. It is kind of sad what she does manipulate Jordan, like pretty obviously, and he doesn't get it. And but again, I can't tell. Like, is that is she genuine? I don't know. It just kind of like makes her look like she might be kind of just a bad person. I think she's just Julian levels of like not paying attention. Like she doesn't even realize Mm. she's doing it, but she's basically just using him. I do think she thinks she has genuine feelings for him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could see that with the Julian, like kind of like that naive, like she thinks that she's doing something helpful and that, you know, her attention, Mm -hmm. her intentions are pure and they're for the best reason, but yeah, she's just very not self-aware. I mean, I just, okay, like when he walked in and he had her key and she seemed surprised, like there's no chemistry there at all. Like <laughs> it just seems like he's invading her space and she's just like, mm, yeah, you're there. Okay, cool. I don't know. It's it's bad. Yeah. It's so bad that the writers didn't know that these actors couldn't pull this shit off. Like he comes across still more like a stalker, which is such a shame because it's like, mm-hmm. this is what we've reduced this character to. He's just very pitiful. <laughs> well, is the other weird thing that we're framing him as a tech genius? Like I know when he got laid off as a teacher, he started working at a kind of genius bar, but all a of a sudden now bar? we're presenting him like he knows how to do like super industrial tech that will protect her from the top 1% of the 1% when this hit list goes up. I don't believe it. Yeah, I guess they got some crazy, like, intense training at that genius bar thing because (laughs) I didn't. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, he's doing just like, yeah, here's this computer. Like, I didn't know he was like that kind of tech genius Mm -hmm. until this episode told us he was. So I guess he is. (laughs) Okay, we'll go with it. You got to teach yourself overnight so you don't have like a million dollar bounty on your head. (laughs) right Hmm. i did think it was interesting that we got to see that the dehans were not in agreement or seemingly so i actually enjoyed that the show kind of pulled the rug out from under us and revealed that they were working in cahoots to smoke gossip girl out while also laying the blame on nick zoya and julian's father or sorry father and stepfather by basically framing him for all the evidence that gossip girl ultimately releases that was a pretty good ploy uh, yeah, I also it, it like was. that Monet at the end is not about it. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. wake up call and texts Julian. So she Julian has two friends, actually. There we go. Yeah, yeah I, I really like that, too. I actually thought that that part was probably my favorite of the episode. Just kind of the reveal, like the manipulation that they were obviously doing and the reveal of like framing Nick. And then again, seeing Monet look at them like, you people are so shitty. I can't believe mm-hmm. my parents like, no. Let's do something about it. So, yeah, I, I I really liked that too, and it was like a good nasty move on their part. I mean, they showed mm-hmm. they showed their true colors. So, I mean, that's like the whole theme of this season is Monet wanting to like impress her mom all the time, but then finally realizing she can never impress her. And actually, does does she even want to? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I did quite enjoy Camille's description of what was bothering Monet when she talks to Kate. My daughter feeds on drama and she's not been fed lately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Also, like, it's just so funny. Like, these parents are just 
they're so removed from their kids' lives, really. Like, mm, they don't know mm-hmm. their kids. It's like that quintessential rich family where, you know, mom and dad weren't really there. You know, we see that a, a lot with a few of these characters, too. So, yeah, it's just, I thought that was so funny that that's how she she boils it down to that. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not you're not the problem here at all. I mean, Nick is the only one that genuinely tries over and over again, regardless of messing up. Mm-hmm. He does put efforts, whether they be good efforts or bad efforts or like, yeah. Uh, but this episode is it's pretty sad for Nick and Kate being essentially behind it. Mm-hmm. So shitty of her because mm-hmm. that is her ex. Yeah, it, it almost felt like they were trying to open something up with her and Nick when they both ended up at this summit, right? And yeah. then to have the rug pulled out that, oh shit, she basically just ruined his entire career because she fell for the Dahan's plan. Oh, like part of me really hopes that that comes out in next week's finale so that we can get to see what happens. I know, because like, okay, it's so obvious at this point that she's Gossip Girl to Camille. Like, yeah, I, I feel like she didn't she like look at her at, like directly at her at a, at a point Camille did. Yeah. I feel like she did. And it was like, oh, I thought she was going to like expose her right then and there. It was when the Gossip Girl post went out and mm-hmm. she looked at her to see if she was looking at her phone and she was right. smugly looking at Camille and Camille was like, that's weird. <laughs> oh, because then she, then she yeah, then she feigned her like shock yes. like Kate did. Yeah. OK, I remember now. I will say the other time that the episode really got me was when it seemed like Kate and Camille were on opposite sides of the desk and they were texting like Camille was texting Gossip Girl and Kate was responding from Gossip Girl. And then it's revealed that they're actually in two separate locations. It just was a shot to make it look like they were opposite each other. I was like, "Ooh, got me. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I because I I was genuinely like, wait, why is she speaking out loud Mm -hmm. right in front of her? Yeah, I got confused for a second. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what's going on? Kate can't be this dumb, right? I was like, oh, Jesus. No, well, I kept thinking Camille can't be this dumb because, yeah, Kate mm. can't be that dumb. I don't. I believe that. <laughs> Kate, we can believe Camille, true. not so much. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um. Okay, so why don't we circle back to what's going on with the thruple? Because we actually opened the episode with Max inadvertently saying, I love you. And then things just fucking spiral from there. So sad and frustrating. Like, I, again, because after last week, we're like, oh, that's going to be Aki. That's kind of the odd one out because of Mm -hmm. what happened with Ingrid. And and this this episode does this in another way, too, that I'm sure we'll talk about shortly, but... Like what we thought was going to happen isn't it's something completely different that happens. And mm-hmm. it's actually Max. That's the odd one out because and he and he made a lot of good points like them. Number one, them not saying I love you back. It's always so awkward and cringe to me. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it. Just say it. But yeah, the whole, you know, at the end when he's like, it's never been an us, it's y'all. And then whenever I'm whenever you need this part, I'm invited, but you like keep secrets from me. And it's so he had so many good points. I would have felt the exact same way. He did. I mean, I'm a little surprised that the episode didn't go into this. And there's obviously still room for it to to happen. But like, I thought when he said I love you, like, Aki was gonna have a realization that he's not in it at all. Mm, mm hmm. I was a little surprised. He was like, 
a little bit less like that. Cause he, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't know how to read that whole situation with Aki specifically. Audrey, I understood because she's crazy. Yeah, the Aki, because I guess, like, because of what happened last week, too, like, it does feel like he kind of is going in a different direction and, like, he doesn't necessarily feel like he's in this. So, yeah, I get Mm -hmm. what you're saying, Jenny. Like, it it was, that's why I was surprised. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we're just blowing over that pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, a little bit let down that they blew that over, that he found somebody that connects with him on a different level than, than Max and Audrey do. I don't think that this is them blowing it. I think your okay. instincts are right. And I think it'll come back up next week or it would have come up in season three. Oh, if we were going to get it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely got a pause from Aki when Audrey was like, oh my God, we should have just said it. Let's just say it now. And then even when they're doing that super cringy, like when they arrive at the summit and they're saying, oh my God, it's got a hot tub. I love hot tubs. We should do this thing. You'll love it. And you're just like, oh my God, you two, you're over fucking compensating. But it feels performative to me. Like Aki, I think definitely still has reservations about his place in this throuple because of what happened with Ingrid. Like it opened his eyes. He's not sure he wants us anymore. So does that mean the series is going to end with uh, with them not being together? Like I'm so I'm so like nervous about the cancellation announcement mm-hmm. because I don't imagine that we're going to get the closure we need no. across the board. I actually don't. I, I I'll be glad if we get like one of these interesting storylines, you know, closed up. But I just mm-hmm. I fear fear it's not going to happen. Yeah, because unfortunately, I gathered that they had no idea this was coming. So the likelihood is, is that they're going to be prepping for storylines to continue into what is now not going to happen. Yeah, now I'm really sad because I I do find it interesting to have a season where Aki, Audrey and Max are all single and maybe then coming back together mm. in some way in a future season. But now, mm. literally, that is no. unlikely unless there is like a 0.0001 chance this is picked up which Mm -hmm. i i just don't see it happening yeah i mean i saw yeah i saw online someone had mentioned that they're shopping it but i just can't imagine what network would pick it up yeah maybe hulu like hulu or oh yeah 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 i mm, i don't know that freeform would have the money i could also maybe see netflix but netflix typically isn't picking up old shows anymore didn't they do that with like that show that manifest show didn't they revive it they did like i feel like they've done that recently but i think that's a very different kind of show like unfortunately hbo max has a very bad tendency to cancel their teen and ya oriented stories and I mean, I say this as someone who loved Generation and was absolutely crushed. I know that I think Gossip Girl has a bigger audience than that show ever did. Oh, my God. I was so upset. It's disaster. I'm still upset. <laughs> Ari, if you ever get the chance, if you ever just want to check out like a one season wonder, uh, mm-hmm. Generation it was really great. Although, I guess you can't even now because they removed it from their fucking platform. What? Yeah, that is so, that's so nasty, too. I just hate that. I hate, like, they're literally erasing art, but... That's a different. No, um, what they're doing is they are removing it and selling it to another platform to make money okay. off of it. They'll everything will show back up somewhere else, and then they'll put it back up if they can't sell it. 
Okay, I'll, well, that, I'll that, be I'm curious because okay I read some stories that said like the reason that they also don't want to keep hosting it is because then they do have to keep paying people for it. So it actually makes more sense for them for like low performing pieces of IP it. to just get rid of it forever. Ugh, what a sad thing. What a sad time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, no, I've heard great things about Generation. That's the one with the guy um, from Detective Pikachu, right? <laughs> It's Justice Smith. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Justice Smith. <laughs> and he's They're... great. Like he's he's super flamboyantly queer, but like in a really interesting, not stereotypical way. And I think it's the reason why Jenny and I were so interested in the girl because one of the girls from Generation shows up in something else and we were both like, She's oh in God, Bodies, her. Bodies, Bodies. There we go. That that was it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. The girl who's the actress who's dating Pete Davidson, she's from Generation. Oh, okay, cool. Really anyway, not a generation. not a generation anyway. podcast. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about more canceled shows that we're not going to get right. any more of. Let's like our wounds over other things. <laughs> um. Okay. I mean, we can circle back to anything that we may have missed, but we've not talked about Obi and the revelation that his sister paid someone to beat him up and film it in order to lure their mother back. But it turns out, shocker! Actually, now that we're talking about it, this episode had a lot of shocks. It turns yeah. out that Heidi was actually the one responsible for all the corruption in the company and Obi's mom was doing everything to protect her. Okay, I will say all of a sudden I was like, you have my attention. <laughs> Same. Same, right? And now we're now this is it. Took I, nine I thought episodes, that, but you fucking got us there. That was really shocking. And I always like felt like a like kind of like a sketch vibe from Heidi, but that was oh, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. That is messed up shit. Like to really also like to go through those lengths to protect yourself and just to get your brother beat up, which he he definitely, mm-hmm. um, you know, even his reaction afterwards, he was very like low key. Yeah, he was just like, oh, remember that? That's when I broke this or whatever, you know, like making <laughs> joke jokes about it. So I, that whole thing was kind of bizarre at first. I was like, oh, are we not upset about this? <laughs> right. No, no trauma counseling. No, right. No comforting. Nothing. Okay. It should have been obvious in that scene that she was the one. I She's guess. always suspiciously been there, like encouraging Obi to go against his mom. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, to a suspicious degree. I honestly, it's so obvious that I think about it now. I'm like, I hate that I didn't realize it or connect right. the dots. But I love it. I love being genuinely surprised. And I'm glad that they did something finally of interest with that whole storyline. It really took them long enough. Too little too (laughs) late, though, honestly. A little bit. And I'll be curious now whether this actually has ramifications going into the finale or if it's going to be kind of a like, oh, wow, I can't believe my sister. I mean, the fact that she's also now wrapped up in the throuple because she's presumably off fucking max means i think we'll get some kind of conflict with everybody and heidi i forgot that's why i didn't like her last season because i thought she was kind of predatory Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know didn't didn't last season like she had that fiance or something and yeah yeah. and it it turns out she was stringing him along so she was the villain in that storyline too yeah, she's already shoked. Yeah, well, I guess we're all idiots because we probably should have seen this. <laughs> we, <while> knew ago. <laughs> we really knew she was up to no good. And we were just like, yeah, it's obviously Obi's mom who has literally never been 
sinisterly evil like that. Right. Like she's yeah. rich, rich, but like, uh, but like, what could you do in that situation? Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to find out this season, but like, it's not like Obi can rat out his sister. Cause that's not what his mom wishes. Mm-hmm. Right. But he just has to live with this guilt that he fell into his sister's trap. I don't know. Maybe he could find a way to tell his mom, but I don't know. Yeah. This to me feels like we're setting the foundation for a third season where he would try to smoke his sister out because he still believes in doing that kind of stuff. Because he's a justice man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I could, and, and that would be kind of fun to watch, too, to see him get get something like that to do. But... Alas. I would like it if <laughs> Heidi was here more because I feel like the reason none of us really suspected her is because she comes in for an episode, you know, every four or five weeks. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of easy to forget about her. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I'm just so sad now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like I wish the show would just keep going. Yeah, I agree. I'll pick it up. Come watch it at my place. <laughs> we're, the all- we're, we're three of the only people of probably ten tens of people that watch it. <laughs> we are dozens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody look under your couch cushions. See if you've got any loose change lying around. We'll do like <laughs> super low budget filming in somebody's basement. Gossip Girl season three. How about Gossip Girl season three, the play? Because that's pretty much all I can afford. <laughs> 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 we'll just get rid of all the dead weight storylines we don't like so it'll just be oh, like yeah. the thruple and then julian will come in and they'll be like shut up <laughs> and then she will <laughs> shut up finally and that's the resolution <laughs> <laughs> what we've all been waiting for oh, um, yeah i'll start to go fund me <laughs> <laughs> sounds good look in the show notes everybody it's there <laughs> Okay, so any other items that you wanted to discuss about this episode, or do we want to move into where we think it's going to go for the finale? There was two two little Lunas, I'll, I'll add, but that's, you know, that's just a common occurrence at this point. Mm-hmm. She did get a full episode. That's true. So they gave, they gave her a reason to disappear, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I just want to see Lu- Luna the show. Like, there I'll we go. Yeah. Spinoff. Yeah, I'd be here for it. Like her top in this episode. Oh my god, she looks amazing all the time. Okay, so finale, what do we think? Maybe something to do with Heidi. Obviously Fallout with Max. I think Audrey and Aki are going to try to get him back or maybe Aki realizes he's not in it. Yeah, maybe he realizes he's the glue and the reason why things aren't working. I think that would actually be a really interesting uh, twist is like Aki saying like, oh, the reason that you feel this way might be because I feel this way and Audrey's Mm. actually in it with you and maybe I'm the factor because I'm pulling away. I actually think that might be interesting. That would make me sad, but I do think it'd be interesting too. Like, I think it would Mm -hmm. be really fascinating to see because of course, like whenever Max and Aki were first connecting, I just thought it was like the cutest, sexiest thing, of course, but like, I thought Mm -hmm. it was really sweet. And so seeing Aki realize like, I'm not really into this the same way, that would be very sad, but I could see that happening. I can't even imagine what's going to happen with Julian. I guess Zoya and her are trying to destroy Gossip Girl. Maybe Kate (sighs) will be revealed. I don't know though. I don't think so. Kate yeah. has to be revealed to somebody, right? Like, right. go back and do some reshoots real quick. <laughs> <laughs> right, just real quick. I can imagine a cliffhanger where she does get exposed to Camille Dehan, and then we leave it on, like, okay, we'll deal with this when we come back next season. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> and then we'll never get it. Never again. Mm-hmm. We can write fan fiction. There we go. I yeah, we start. can also do that. <laughs> Mine might be a lot of slash, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's honestly, it's just thruple fan fiction at this point. Literally. It really is. <laughs> it's going to be like that uh, Larry Stylinson on Tumblr all over again, but just for us. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Gossip Girl, Gossip Girl <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> and we're kicking Jordan out. We're kicking Kate out. They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Sorry. Bye. Yeah, sorry. No. Monet is gonna have a girlfriend for once. Oh, <laughs> oh my yeah. god, oh my yeah. God. How nice would that be? That would have been fantastic. By the things that could have been. Uh, mm. Luna actually settling down and loving herself. We'll see what they actually serve us, I guess. I I, I have a feeling <laughs> it's gonna leave us all feeling a lot of very strong emotions. You think yeah. Aki's dad's gonna do anything really bad in the last episode because he finally showed up? Hard to say. He definitely felt like he was here to kind of help torpedo the thruple. The thruple. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess we will. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if folks want to talk about this lovely penultimate episode, which I actually found very enjoyable for the most part. Ari, how would they get a hold of you? Yeah, you can find me at the Ari Drew, T-H-E-A-R-I-D-R-E-W, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Excellent. And Jenny? You can find me at Jenny Lee, X33, and that's Jenny with a Y, and Lee is spelled L-E-I-G-H, uh, pretty much across everywhere, including TikTok. I realized I've been forgetting <laughs> to say that one, but I am there. There we go. Yeah, give Jenny a follow on that app that all the kids who should have been watching Gossip Girl are on. I know! (laughs) And I could be reached at B, still my remote, and that's the letter B. And of course, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can always use the hashtag HKHSpod or have long form as well, HKHSpod at gmail.com. So folks, despite the fact that at this point Gossip Girl has been off the air for a couple of weeks, we will be back to wrap up the finale next week. So stay tuned. Uh, Come and grieve with us. We will be here. But until then, we can XOXO. You know you love me. XOXO. Gossip Girl.